We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Budweiser's weekday sports beat rolls on on Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT. It is Thursday, and that means Mr. Brian Driscoll from irishbreakdown.com joins us. Brian, we usually do recruiting on Thursday, but I, I feel like, one, there's not much recruiting going on. We can kind of touch on that at the end, if that's okay. This Texas-Oklahoma thing, I talked a lot about it in uh, the first segment of the show today and i know you and vince did a podcast so i'll I'll just i'll I'll go ahead we'll do the old pluggeroo if you really want to get into the weeds on this thing you can listen to their podcast because it was over i mean it was like the length of war and peace i think three and a half hours long now only the first hour and a half was us talking about the this issue and then our proposal for what notre dame should do in response to it the rest was q a okay so well uh, let's let's start with that um, if Texas and Oklahoma jump to the SEC from a Notre Dame perspective, what do you think? Does this do you think this pushes Notre Dame towards needing to be in the ACC? Well, I think Notre Dame has to make a decision, Sean. And look, if the super conferences are going to happen in some form or fashion, Jack Swarbrick was masterful in keeping it from happening the last time they did this. But mm-hmm. this is about money and greed. And at the end of the day, in college athletics, money and greed always wins eventually, you know? Right. Uh, just like they pushed off a playoff for a long time, but it was eventually going to happen. Just like they're going to push off expanding it for a time, but it's eventually going to happen. So it just uh, do, you, do you feel like you can survive and have a competitive 12-team sk- schedule as super conferences come and teams start playing 9, 10 regular season conference games, do you feel like you can still put a schedule together that allows you to be a competitor, com- contender for a championship? Or do you feel like the inevitable is, is now upon us and we're going to have to join a conference? And then the question at that point in time is, are you going to be reactionary when it comes to joining a conference and then join the ACC? Or are you going to try to throw some weight around and you know maybe get out of your ACC contract if, if things start expanding and start your own league? And that's kind of what we discussed today. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, and that, I kind of think the same thing. Like like Notre Dame, if they wanted to put, especially with these, you know, and I don't know what interest they would have in the remaining Big 12 teams, for example, you know, like from a football standpoint, like Iowa State is good right now. I don't know how long that's going to last, really, as long as Campbell is there, probably. And then, you know. See, it's not really about that, though, right? Like these conferences aren't about adding good teams. It's about adding markets. Right. Like that's ultimately that's, why the SEC wants Texas and Oklahoma. It's not because they're good football programs, because they want the Dallas Fort Worth, Texas market. Right. right? And so if Notre Dame's gonna if teams are gonna look at those big twelve teams, it's like what value do they add? And that's where those teams are gonna be in trouble. Is Iowa City really a market that anybody cares about? Right. Is Lubbock, Texas a market or Waco, Texas a market that anybody cares about? Yeah. Kansas City's the best city market Kansas, you're gonna get. Yeah. Right. And so those are the things you have to look at as far as teams adopting them, adopting them into our league. So like if the Pac-12, for example, was out, was able to get, you know, Texas Tech, Baylor, Iowa State, and you know the Kansas teams, right, or whatever, you know, does that really move the needle for them when they go to negotiate their next conference exactly uh, contract? That's the thing. And so, um, you know, like you said, Iowa State's good at football now, but that's not moving the needle when it comes to what would really go into what you do or don't want to at a conference, a, right. a team to a to a conference. Right. And I mean, Oklahoma is basically in Oklahoma City. Stillwater is right. a spec. You know, Stillwater and Manhattan are about the same size, basically. Right. So you know, again, like, yeah, you're not going to grab much there. Even it, to me, though, doesn't some of this still depend on the 12 team? playoff proposal and whether or not that goes through because like if that goes through then the Notre Dame is still theoretically sitting in pretty good shape right whether they're in a conference or not agree and that's what the decision Notre Dame has to decide is but can you schedule good enough to be there yeah if these changes happen so if you go to these 16 to 18 team super conferences right which is ultimately what the SEC would become super conference is not referring to the greatness of the conferences but the the size size of the conferences just in case anyone's (laughs) Curious as to why, like you know, it's not. Oh, the SEC would be the super. Con- it's the volume. You look at those teams, say, okay, well, well, you know, if, if you're Oklahoma and Texas and all these SEC teams, okay, you have to play like nine or ten conference games now. Are you going to then want to schedule Notre Dame non-conference? Uh, I don't know if that would make a lot of sense. And we've already seen some SEC, team, SEC teams like Oklahoma, Alabama, for example, and Florida, who just refuse to play tough non-conference games. And when they do, it's never a home and home. You know, that Alabama schedule won't Notre Dame down the road, but 
you know, I think that's going to be post Nick Saban, and it's not something they tend to do very often. Mm -hmm. So I think those are the things you have to look at is if Notre Dame can still put together a similar schedule what they've done now, then, then there's no need to do it. But that's the decision they'd have to make. How does this change scheduling down the road? Uh, how does this change the, the the ACC is I mean if the if the ACC starts losing schools or picking up schools or whatever the case how does that influence that relationship so those are the things that really factor into it Sean is what are the dominoes that are going to happen from this move if it happens and so the conversation that we had in the show today was is if Notre Dame is going to be proactive do they get proactive with Texas and Oklahoma now and start their own super conference. And just and say, wait a minute, boys. Yeah, today. forget about right. the SEC. Come on here. Right. Join up with us. Yeah. Right. Hey, where do you think you can get more money? The SEC lobbying or or us? You know, like our proposal today, you know, basically the six teams that we that were really built it around, it was Notre Dame, Penn State, Miami in the East with some other schools, and then Texas, Oklahoma, USC in the West. Mm-hmm. And and say you know you 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 don't think that the the TV contract the TV people would be throwing tons of money at a conference that would have Notre Dame Penn State Miami, um, Texas Oklahoma and USC in it, you know and and so those are, and then we looked at it you'd get the Salt Lake market based on the proposal we'd have you'd get the Denver market based on the proposal that we had you'd get New York market you'd get the Miami market I mean you'd literally have every major you'd have Chicago Dallas and L A right. That's, I believe, the three biggest markets in, in the country, right? TV yeah. markets in the country. Then That's you it. get Miami. Uh, then you'd get, you know, Philly and Pittsburgh. With our, I mean, so so that's a, the, how proactive you want to be. Does your proactiveness revolve around just, okay, now we're going to join the ACC? Or is it, let's do something different. Let's really, if this is the direction it's going to go, let's get in the, let's, let's become the bus drivers of this as opposed to reacting to what these other conferences do. Let me, let me put this to you, you know, and this is, this is obviously your, subjective opinion but like you know we're, we're, we're talking about a dream scenario so why not sure. like if you floated this to michigan for example because then you got the detroit market as well which i think is still top 10 right now so do you think michigan would feel better about a deal like this with notre dame than it does being in the same division with ohio state every year or does that mean more to them I don't think that would be. I don't think leaving. I don't think that very many Big Ten teams would leave the Big Ten. I think that would be part of it too. I, I think some of this, like if you look at our proposal, it's teams that are either trying to leave the conferences they're in now, or teams that aren't, like Penn State, Miami. They're not long-term right. members of the conference that they're they're in. I think I think Michigan would would be an interesting one. And, and you know, the Detroit thing is interesting, Sean, because you have to ask yourself. Look, there's there's a decent number of Notre Dame fans in that part of the country mm -hmm. as well. How much more of that market really moves the needle for you? Or would it be more important to say, hey, let's tap a little bit more into that that Rutgers market, you know, that New York market, or maybe you push for Maryland to get the D.C. market? Would that be more of a needle mover than getting what's left over in Detroit that you're not already getting with Notre Dame? Yeah. that Those would be the numbers I'd want to dive into. You know, those would be the things that would be curious to kind of look into that. And then would Michigan really be – uh, willing to do it. I think that would be more of the hiccup than anything else would be. And if you're going to ask Michigan, then forget it. Just go see if you can get Ohio State in there. I mean, you know, I think that's kind of where you, you'd look at it. So I just don't know if the if there's enough left over in the Detroit market where that would be kind of the the, 
the the shot I'd want to take. I think once you get those big markets in Chicago and and L.A. and Dallas, then it would be about okay, now let's make this thing make sense regionally, and let's let this make sure this thing makes sense football wise. So like we had Kansas in it, and UCLA, and Syracuse in this this thing too, because you know basketball still matters. Yeah. Not to the degree that football does, but you want to make sure that you have some football. You want to have some basketball <laughs> and you need some, aspect of you this, need, too. You need some bye weeks, basically, from yeah, a football I mean, Well, standpoint. that's also part of it, too. I mean, you can't – like somebody was like, why don't you have Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame? And I'm like, no, no, they're not going to do that yeah. because those teams don't want to all be in the conference. They have to play each other every single week. I mean, you can dream, but, work. you know, that's, that's sure. pie in the sky. Sure. I mean, because you, you, the whole thing of, with our, you know, our It's got to be you know, somewhat our, realistic. Yeah. Well, that's what we tried to do. We said, look, it'd be nice to make this just a football-only league where sports is the only thing that matters, but that's not reality. That's 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 fun if you're, like, starting, you know, you're, when the NCAA football game comes out again, you can do that for that. It's fun to do, but – if we're talking about like what would be something that would be actually somewhat realistic, these are the things that TME factored into it, and uh, you know that's why we didn't look at Ohio State and Michigan and and Clemson and sure. you know SEC teams because it's like well you know Ohio State and Michigan aren't aren't because if you take one you probably have to take the other right I mean I th- I think that would be and then then does that really make sense for you? Whereas the markets you really want to get into, you're trying to build a national, we called it the National Athletic Conference just for fun, you know, but then mm-hmm. you have the West Division, which actually is teams that are out West. And then there's the East Division, which actually are teams out East, because we believe in having numbers and geography make sense, not the Big Ten having 14 teams, and the Big 12 having 10 teams and, you know, and that nonsense. But um, it was an interesting conversation. But that the ultimate point, though, Sean, that, that's truly relevant is, what does Notre Dame do? Are they going to be reactive or proactive right. with this whole thing? And the time to start doing that is now, because if you are going to be proactive, you do need to at least have that conversation with Texas and Oklahoma saying, hey, are you guys willing to do this or not? And that would be the question. And, you know, when you look at Texas and Oklahoma from a standpoint of college football playoff viability, I mean, does it? do you think moving to the SEC is the right move? For them, it, 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 it's not about football, though. No, I know that's, that's the thing. I mean, I know it's yeah. about money, but it's still, a, it's yeah. like it's to me, it's like okay, you can have your piles of money, but I mean, it's a you're killing yourself. Move. Yeah, that's absolutely. what I think too. You're absolutely right. And here's the other thing too, Sean is, look, there's SEC teams that can already go into the state of Texas and have some success, but you are now opening up the pipeline to your state. You're this isn't going to benefit you athletically. If anything, it's going to make it even more attractive. To kids from Texas to go to Oklahoma, to go to Alabama or LSU or Florida, because you still get to come back and play Texas and Oklahoma, and and you know where some one of the selling points now is, hey man, you're you're still in the Big Twelve country, you get to play in the Big Twelve. Well, mm-hmm. the Big Twelve is going to cease to exist at that point in time, and, and so you're going to open your state up. It's going to hurt you in that regards too, in my opinion. So this this is this is a decision being made by by business people who are looking at it from a financial standpoint only. And the, the 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 dumb thing about that is, where I think it shows zero foresight, and we see this a lot in leadership nowadays. The immediate payoff is better than having to worry about what this is going to mean long term, right? Yeah. If you follow national politics, you understand what that means, and if you follow sports, you understand what that means, right? So okay, you go to this league and you start losing three, four games a year. How much revenue are you going to lose from raising money from boosters, attendance, like all these other things that factor into the fact that you need to be good? to make that kind of money, how much of that are you going to lose? So then you may think you're going to get a $20 million increase in payout, but how much of that are you going to lose because of these other things? And so those things have to be factored in too. And and look, the reality is they don't care. 
This isn't about athletics uh, at all. This is about they want that SEC TV money. And unfortunately, that's what's driven a lot of this, and that's why a lot of our traditions in in college sports – are dying, and I'm not talking about traditions of amateurism. That's that's not that's not tradition that this game is built on. It's about the rivalries, the bowl games, the conference championships, and we've already delete, diluted that to a great deal. And moves like this are only going to just further go towards just destroying that. Here's what I wonder: like, as a possible life raft for the Big Twelve, because I, 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 you know, if 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 everything stays the same and these two teams move, the Big Twelve is done. But the reason Nebraska is in the Big Ten is because they were never happy about Texas and you know and the power that 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 they had with them, basically running the conference and and all their BS, you know, with the flirtation with the Pac-12 and all those things. And Texas A&M obviously was never, you know, they didn't want to be with them either either. And you know they still won't play them. I I, I wonder if these two teams, Texas and Oklahoma, go to the SEC. I wonder if those two schools would consider going back to the Big Twelve. I'm sure they would look into it, but I don't think that saves the Big 12. I think the only thing that has saved the Big 12 so far is that they have the Dallas-Fort Worth market. Right. And with all due respect to TCU, they're not saving that. Now, if only Texas left and Oklahoma stayed, you'd still have a good chunk of that market because there are Oklahoma fans and you would have TCU. And if you got Nebraska, I mean, it would help rescue it. But if you lose both of them, you're done. I think they could survive losing one. I don't think they can survive well, losing both. But, but I mean, a- obviously, Texas is more popular than Texas A&M, but I think you you still at least get some share of Dallas. You get some you share, but A&M. like with the Dallas market, they're struggling now right. with the Dallas market. And, right. and that's the whole point of this whole thing, right? Like, Texas wants a bigger piece of the TV pie. And the, the, the thing that drives me nuts is they're part of the reason that the Big 12 can't get more money. Yes. Because of their constant they, flirtation, the yes. Longhorn Network, and all this other <laughs> nonsense. Like, you're the reason that the Big 12 can't get a bigger deal. And just the lack, just, I mean, I, I don't want to get too insulting here, but that's the thing that hurts them. And But but if you lose that a big chunk of that Dallas-Fort Worth market, you're going to be in the same boat you were in before. These teams are going to be looking for greener pastures because they're just not going to get the TV revenue uh, that that these other conferences are getting, and that ultimately what this is what this all boils down to. So, it's an unfortunate situation. By the way, Nebraska was also part of that 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 new national conference that we talked about. Oh, okay. As well. Okay. Uh, it was because you know you're trying to. I think that was, would make sense. Yeah. If, yeah. If, I mean, if, and, if something like that happened. Yeah. So just just quickly, I mean, the the, the the in the East we had Notre Dame, Penn State, Miami, Pitt, Boston College, West Virginia, Syracuse, Rutgers. So you're getting the Boston market. You're getting Pittsburgh. You're getting Philly. All so right, was that all eight? Those. Did I count? Eight? I was That's trying eight, to keep correct. up. Okay. Yeah, because it's a super <laughs> conference, right? Okay. Then in the West, the eight are Texas, Oklahoma, UC, Nebraska, UCLA, Utah, Colorado, and Kansas. So. On top of getting the big markets, L.A., Dallas, Miami, and Chicago, you're also getting Salt Lake City, which is a good market. You're getting Denver, which is a good market. You're getting Boston. You're getting Pittsburgh, and you're getting Philadelphia. Right. And so those are all – I mean, you put all those together, and, and that's a that's a big-time conference. And it would make sense geographically because you'd have Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, USC, all kind of in a, a region that together, which, again, helps you with travel when it comes to non-football sports. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have a – it's more of a northeastern, northern conference than the other one except for Miami. But as, as anyone that's ever been to Miami knows, Miami's not like the rest of the South. 
It, <laughs> yes. You know. Yes. Very so. true. <laughs> <laughs> very true. It's it's like it's like there is Miami, there is Tampa, and there's the rest of Florida. For the I right. guess maybe you can lump Orlando into that a little bit. But yeah, then, yes, yeah. Ja- I used to exactly live in Jacksonville. Right. That's like Southern Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Right. Tallahassee is kind of like Georgia, but from Orlando down, it is not Southern. Right. It, it isn't. Yeah. That, that eastern, whatever you call it, the eastern shoreline or whatever mm-hmm. down there in Florida. All right, very interesting. Well, you know, this is going to dominate, especially with the season getting ready to start. I, I like how all this dropped, like, what was it, two days after Big 12 mm-hmm. Media Days was over, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so it's going to be really interesting. Well, the rumors about where it came from are even juicier. There's a lot of rumblings that, that A&M may have floated yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't think this is a given that this is actually going to happen. I really don't, because you know A and M and Missouri are going to say no, right? And yeah. they only need four teams to say no, and it doesn't happen. Yeah, you know, there's Vanderbilt, there's Arkansas. I would imagine Arkansas is not a big fan of this. Again, another team that left wanted to get away from Texas. Exactly, exactly. And if you're Tennessee, if you're some of these other schools, you say if if you just have any interest in self preservation, do you really want to have these two, you know, programs that are just going to push you further down the pecking order of your conference? You know, I, I, you know, they're going to start coming into your state and beating you for some players. I mean, do you really want that? I just, I got to think there's at least four schools in that conference. Where hey, this is not good for us. And it's not worth the jump in money we're going to get. It's not going to be worth just us becoming an afterthought in the, the, the revenue driving sports for the next 20 years. I, I have, and I think Texas A&M and Missouri and Arkansas are going to be sharing some of the horror stories. Hey, look, <laughs> you can, it's kind of like, you know, it's like that that hot girl right and you, she's really attractive or the hot guy and but there's like hey you know yeah don't let that outward appearance fool you that person's nuts right. high maintenance right? like high maintenance that's right that's <laughs> it's right it's not worth the trouble right and that's kind of how i feel about texas yeah you, you look at oh the money in dallas market but look just so you know this is what also goes with being part of uh, in a conference with texas that's right and i don't know if you want to be with that you got it you got to keep giving texas the chocolates and the flowers right, and everything right, to appease Texas. Right, and it's like, exactly. come on, more? You exactly. want more now? Come on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, Brian, good stuff. As always, we didn't get to talk any recruiting. I'll be off next week, so I will talk to you in a couple of weeks. First well, week of the, August as we gear up for training camp. The Notre Dame staff listened to me. I asked them to take a week off so I could survive and catch up. They did that for me, so that's why there's not a lot of recruiting news. Let you sleep a little bit. Yeah. We'll have plenty to talk about next week for sure. All right. And when you get back. All right. Sounds good. So, uh, for anyone interested, irishbreakdown.com, the uh, three and a half hour Brian and Fence podcast on this very subject. You can get even more details. Very interesting. All right. Thanks, Brian. Interesting. Thanks for having me on, Sean. All right. Take care. Brian Driscoll irishbreakdown.com every Monday and Thursday here on Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat. We'll take a timeout and we come back. My five question of the day that is next on Sports Radio 960 WSBT.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.